Hello, and welcome to Wide Open Spaces with Elise, a podcast. This is episode number 130. It's time for you to take a self-inventory of yourself. You can listen to this podcast anywhere you love listening to your favorite podcast. You can check me out at wideopenspaceswithelise.com. Elise is spelled I-L-I-S-E. Now let's pop in our earbuds and let's take a ride together. Now I'm going to go a little retro here for a moment, just in case you happen to be a new podcast listener of Wide Open Spaces with Elise. So if you've been with me for a while, bear with me, or maybe I'm just going to refresh your memory. I am a therapeutic recreational specialist. I graduated with a Bachelor of Science, and I went to the University of Florida. Now, what gives me even any authority to do a podcast about mental health, motivational skills, coping skills? Well, number one, my degree, but number two, it's really my work experience. I worked in locked units in hospitals and outpatient settings. And in those settings, I would have therapy groups and one-on-one sessions with my clients. And during that time, we would focus on ways to cope. The populations that I worked with were general psychiatric disorders, adolescents and pediatrics, dual diagnosis, meaning mental health issues, as well as chemical dependency issues, chemical dependency, women's eating disorders, cancer wellness, and geriatrics. And so these areas are all very specific and different, and they require different focus, a different perspective, a different way of looking at things based on the age, the disorder, the place you are in your life. And so as a therapist, that's my focus looking at my population, looking at the issues that they're dealing with, and how can I make their life more smooth, more healthy, more productive. And so with these coping skills, during times when we need to nurture ourselves and take care of ourselves, or if you have an eating disorder or you have a chemical dependency disorder, how to fight those cravings, how to work through those issues to find alternate ways to defocus our brain from those obsessive thoughts. And in outpatient settings, it was also to help once you left the hospital to integrate you back into society. Now, I did this for many years, and then I became a mom for the second time, and I decided to become a stay-at-home mom. Working in the hospital at times could be a little unsafe depending on the unit I worked on. And so for my own safety and the safety of my unborn child, I decided to take some time off. That doesn't mean that I didn't like or felt unsafe. It's just that it was me and someone else that I was taking care of. And for the time being, I wanted to step away. Well, I really never got back to it. I mean, here I am. This is episode number 130. This podcast evolved during a global pandemic when we were all sitting at home trying to figure out what to do with ourselves. Well, when I first started at UF, I took a lot of journalism classes and then I changed my focus to recreational therapy and being a therapist in a psychiatric facility and settings. And so I thought to myself while I was sitting home, why not take some of my journalism skills and my therapy skills and combine it and create a podcast. 
So if you're a new listener, this is how this podcast evolved. Well, like I said, I'm on episode 130. The pandemic is way behind us. I actually got my vaccines yesterday. I've had COVID about three times from the beginning to where we are now. And so we live with it. And it's really not a main focus in anybody's lives at this point. Granted, some of us may have lost loved ones and that grief stays with us forever. And the consequences of COVID not letting us be with those loved ones when they were ill will carry with us and the lessons learned. But here we are in a new and different world. And so we're in the month of November, 2023. And now we'll move on to the title of this podcast, Doing a Self-Inventory for Yourself. Well, because we're in November, what does that mean? The holidays are upon us, right? Think about it for a minute. What do the holidays entail for you? Well, decorating, cooking, buying presents, wrapping presents, going to parties, interacting with people in social situations, inviting people, attending, putting up Christmas trees, putting up the house lights, and I could go on and on. Are you feeling a little stressed as I started to remind you of what the holidays bring for us? Let's take a deep breath together. Oh, that felt kind of good. Let's do it again. Let's take a deep breath and out. Let's make a vow to ourselves right now. Let's make this holiday season different from any other. Let's put ourselves first. <gasps> yep, I said it. Let's put ourselves first. Freaking hard to do, right? Especially in the holidays, it's all about everybody else and making everybody happy, right? So how do we put ourselves first? By doing a self-inventory. And what is a self-inventory exactly? Well, you can do an inventory if you have a business of your products, right? That's what the word inventory means. So let's transform that into ourselves. Taking inventory of our emotional being, our intellectual being, our emotional being, and our physical being. Taking that inventory like as if you had a business and you were counting how many candy canes you had enough to sell during the holiday season. And do you need to order more so that you can satisfy and fulfill your customers' needs? Well, taking that self-inventory is how do I satisfy the people and the world around me, but my own needs as well? Yep, I'm going to make you focus on yourself here. I mean, isn't that why you're listening to me anyways? It's a mental health podcast, a motivational podcast, helping you to decrease your anxiety and your stressors and elevate your mood. So of course, I'm going to ask you to focus on yourself. I know it's a little uncomfortable. I know you might be squirming or feeling a little anxious that I'm going to make you think about yourself right now. It's a novel idea. It's something we don't do very often. And it's something you should incorporate more often. Because we work better when we take our self-inventory. So I'm going to give you some areas to start to focus on to kind of get the ball rolling and then you have to take it from there. 
you catch that ball after I give you some examples and you go with it and you continue with your own self-inventory. Okay, so I'm going to ask you to take a little self-inventory right now of your life. Are things chaotic, unstructured, overwhelming, disorganized, or are things hindering your productivity? So if that's your current state and the holidays are upon us, how are the holidays going to be fun for you? How are you not going to be stressed out? How are you not going to get the things accomplished that you wanted or to the way you wanted them? By doing a self-inventory. So here's some questions I want you to ask yourself. How well do you work under pressure? How well do you handle multitasking? Financially, how much money can you realistically afford to spend this holiday season? Here's a good one. How would you rate your anxiety during the holidays? One being little to no anxiety and 10 being extreme anxiety. Think about that for a minute. How would you rate your anxiety during the holidays? This will give you a little bit of a looking glass into the future of what's to come. If you don't take control and look at it through a new looking glass this holiday season and yourself, do you accept too many invitations to celebrations? We do overextend ourselves. We don't want to say no. And so we say yes to everything. And then we feel like our head's going to spin off our bodies. Do I overinvite people to my home during the holidays? Maybe inviting 20 people is too many. Maybe keep it more intimate this year so that you can enjoy and that you can focus a little bit more on the planning and the enjoyment of it, not just serving 20 people to make them happy. And in the end, all you are is exhausted, tired, and you didn't even get some turkey for yourself. How much time does it take, or take you to decorate your home? Good question, right? And here's one more. Does the holiday season make you feel depressed or have the holiday blues? Now, these are some areas that I've always discussed with my clients at the time of a holiday and even with myself. Let's start with this example. If you said about decorating, you know, how long does it take for you to decorate your home? It could take a really long time and a lot of space and energy, especially if you work a full-time job. I have a friend who just had her Christmas tree put up. We're in the very beginning of November. And I thought to myself, oh my gosh, she's going to be looking at that tree for so long. But then I thought for a minute, why did she have that tree put up so early? Because that's one tick of a box that's done. And this individual knows how long it takes to decorate the tree. And yet they want to really enjoy. It's not just about a job getting the tree decorated for the whole family. It's about their enjoyment as they do it. And when we're doing all these holiday things, sometimes we lose that message of the enjoyment. So at first I questioned, but now I truly see how by putting up that Christmas tree in the beginning of November, we haven't even had Thanksgiving yet, that's one less stressor that they have to deal with. This is taking a self-inventory of themselves, knowing that by having that one really big responsibility done, is one thing they don't have to worry about. 
which ultimately lowers their stress level during the holidays and leads to more enjoyment for them. Do you get the idea of what I'm trying to get at with this self-inventory? A lot of it is pre-planning. Not waiting to the last minute. Not being a procrastinator. I know we all tend to procrastinate every now and again. But look at this friend of mine. Over the years, she's realized through life experiences that this is what she needs to do. I mean, I was driving down my neighborhood at the end. It wasn't even Halloween yet. And I see Christmas lights on people's houses. And I'm going, oh my God, we haven't even had Halloween yet. But then I reframed my thinking, maybe this is just what makes their life easier because when it gets to that, let's say, date when you should have lights on your house, they don't have the time. Work's busy. Life's busy. Kids are busy. College, you're getting into your final exams. Lots of things going on, right? And so I start to look at those houses a little differently now as I drive down my street, the three that have their Christmas lights on. And now it's not even Thanksgiving yet. Because guess what? That's another tick for their box. They're done. One less stressor for them to have to worry about. And if you've been listening to me, you know I'm big on sending messages to our brain. So pull out your smartphone right now. Pull up the calendar. Maybe after I give you this little task, you have to stop this podcast for a minute. I want you to plan on the calendar things that you need to get done for the holidays. Now, what I'd like you to do is to buffer in extra time. If you're doing it now at the beginning of November, well, by the time December 25th comes, you're all settled in and cozy sitting on your couch in front of a fireplace because everything is done and you're not stressed. You're not overworking yourself. You're not getting things done the way that you want. It's all done. So if you sit with your smartphone and start to list all the things you need to get done and then place them on your calendar realistically, well, you're kind of setting up an outline for yourself to accomplish goals. We like accomplishing our goals. It makes us feel good. It makes us feel like, well, accomplished. And ultimately, isn't that what the holidays are about? We kind of lose sight during the holiday season, I think, what it is all about. Family, friends, love, giving, just the spirit, the smells, the taste. We get lost in that and it becomes like this obligation and this job. So this holiday season, as it's upon us, I want you to reframe it. Maybe you need to stop right now and make your list and put it into the calendar. That's fine. Take the time to put me on pause. But come back because you want to hear how the end goes, right? Just like a good book, we've got to start and we've got an end to this podcast. Okay, so let's move on with our self-inventory. Let's talk a little bit about obligations. I think when I step back, that's the biggest anxiety provoker is the obligations, the guilt, the guilt that if I don't do this like I've done it every other year, I'm going to be letting people down. We all do it. But maybe this year it's just time to change it up a little. I mean... Do you ever get to taste the stuffing? 
Do you ever get to get the pumpkin pie? Maybe you do the next day with leftovers because you're too busy making everybody else happy and preparing all these different foods for all these different people that you forget about you. And yes, is there satisfaction knowing that you're providing this beautiful meal for people? Absolutely. But why not take a little bit of a different spin this year so that you can enjoy yourself as well? Because your guests want that from you. You put on that smiley face and they all think you're enjoying yourself, but you know deep down inside, you're just a bundle of nerves. You feel like you're about to break. You just want to run away. So if your house is the one that everybody comes to for Thanksgiving, Christmas dinner, or New Year's, why don't you do a potluck this year? You can make the main dish, maybe the turkey, whatever your specialty is have everybody else identify what they're going to bring. So this way, you have to set up and be ready for everyone, but everybody else puts a little bit of their love and their effort into the meal as well, that it's not just you. And you are getting something from them. They're being able to share themselves with you as well. So maybe this year, take a little bit of a different thought process and a different angle on those holiday meals. Maybe you're just going to say to everybody, this year, I'm not up for it. Or I'd like to do it at somebody else's house this year. I'd like to be the guest this time. Sometimes the best things we can do for ourselves is speak out. Advocate for ourselves. Let people know that for the past 10 years, I've been doing Christmas dinner. This year, I'd like to do it at somebody else's house. They won't be mad. They may even be excited. Maybe they've wanted to have it at their house, but they always felt like they would insult you if they offered. You'd be amazed at the responses that you might get. Are you taking that self-inventory? Now, the next step in self-inventory, besides organization, Besides speaking up for yourself and identifying the things that you need to do, giving yourself ample time by making your list and putting it in the calendar, is how are you going to cope? Because no matter what, you're still running around, you're still stressed, you're still wrapping presents, you're still shopping, you're still preparing, but you're more organized now and it's one step at a time. So where's the time for yourself? Right. See that calendar when you're making that timeline, you need to pad in time for yourself. Because in that self-inventory, we must, must nurture and we must cope. So during the busy hustle bustle of the season, how are you going to decrease your anxiety? How are you going to deal with feeling overwhelmed? Maybe you do have those holiday blues. What are you going to do to combat and elevate your mood? And maybe you've just got so much pent up feelings and emotions and energy that you're almost going to explode because you don't release it. This is where your coping mechanisms come in. If you're new to this podcast, you can go back and look at many of my podcasts talking about how we cope in different situations in life. And today is the holiday season upon us. So how are you going to cope? Well, make another subheading under your list. 
ways I will cope during the holiday season and jot them down. Don't do the normal things you do because it's more of a pressure cooker at this time of year in November and December and the beginning of January. Pick some new things that will allow your emotions, your feelings, and your brain to let loose and relax and to feel like you've let go of all those things that you've been bottled up inside of you. I don't know what that might be for you. For me, it's what I normally do and I always try to challenge myself to do different things to help to reduce my anxiety. Now with the holiday season upon us, I just went on a trip with a friend, just one friend who moved away, best friend, and we went away somewhere. And in that time, those three short days, we focused on ways to deal with our anxiety and our stress and feeling overwhelmed. And we did things that we haven't done before. We've stepped out of our comfort zone. This is what I would like you to do. No, it doesn't mean take a trip. I'm just giving you the example on how the two of us nurtured ourselves, took a self-inventory and did things for us and challenged ourselves before the big holiday season comes. And that's what I want you to do. I want you to identify ways to challenge the internal you, to nurture yourself, to take care of yourself, to feed the soul. Remember, life situations are only temporary. Keep that in mind when you're feeling super stressed out. Life situations are only temporary. You've all heard the mantra, take one step and one day at a time. Well, maybe that's what you need to repeat to yourself over and over again. Like the calendar, one step, one day at a time. I learned this lesson a really long time ago. I used to always look at the big picture and it really just took my breath away. But now if I focus on just today and what I need to do today, I have control. I don't feel anxious. I don't feel restless or like my life is spinning out of control because I'm focusing on today and what I need to do today. And then if I complete that, I can start to look a little bit into the future. One step, one day at a time. Remember, it is only temporary. So sit back, spend some time with yourself and sit with yourself and take that inventory of you and what you need and what you desire and how you are going to make this holiday season the healthiest, the most fun, the most productive, and the most nurturing holiday season of your life. Thank you for joining me at Wide Open Spaces with Elise for episode number 130. Remember, positive thoughts always create positive energy. Go out and explore all those wide open spaces in your world. Maybe do something a little bit different. Until next week, my friends, ciao.